guys had a a good weekend told you I would be coming back on every two weeks just to share with you all some information I like um, to bring some awareness that's one of the things that I really really enjoy is to bring a level of awareness to um, those that are in our community, um, a part of the um, Facebook community. That was one of the things that I, one of my goals, I should say, that I wanted to do after I graduated, you know, to be able to give in this way. And I'm so grateful for that. So welcome, 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 welcome. This topic is going to be um, somewhat a little heavy. We know anytime that we talk about grief, it can be heavy. It can, it could create um, triggers. Um, it could cause you to um, start to go into your own um, memory of those that you lost. So I just like to say to you, if you are uh, have or begin to have any uncomfortable feelings, you can always back away from this um, session on today or get with someone. Get with someone that can um, pray with you, um, talk you through it, talk to your spiritual leader, talk to a therapist, talk to a friend. But I felt that this was so important is to um, talk about grief. You know, we can grieve in many different ways. Sometimes we try to get away from grief and we can grieve over different things, not just the loss of a loved one, but we can grieve over a job. We can grieve over the loss of a pet. And I'm going to be talking about that. We can grieve over the loss um, of um, a home that we may have lived in. So it's many different types of grief. But before we get started, if you will look on uh, my screen there, I got some information about some of my sources, where they come from. Um, one of the sources that I'm going to be using on today, I thought it was a very good article, and it was on it was from Got Questions Ministries. So this is biblically based, talks a little bit about grief and also gives some um, scripture to kind of back that up. And then as we um, move from that, we're going to go into the grieving process and we're going to talk about a grief fact sheet. And that comes from resources that I use on a regular basis, and it's called Therapy Today. And um, and then from there, um, we're going to end the session. So if you have any questions, you have any um, concerns, please feel free to put them in my private chat. And I would like to say hello to those that are out there that may be listening on today. Um, if you want to add to this conversation, feel free to do that because we all 
have our own personal experiences when it comes to grief. And so it would definitely be helpful if you share some of those examples. We would love to have it. So let's get started. So this is the piece that I want to talk about that came from this article. And again, I thought it was a, a very good article. It says, grief is a deep and powerful emotion caused by the loss of someone or something we held dear to our hearts. Grief is a part of loving and engaging with life. Loss is bound to come in this fallen world, and we know that, and grief with it. Grief is not an emotion to be avoided, but one to acknowledge and walk through. So again, as we're talking about grief, we have to go through the grieving process. And as many different processes that we go through, different people deal with grief in different ways. So we can't um, just assume because someone is not crying or um, they have a their facial expression, they may have a smile on their face. It does not mean that they are not grieving. Death is often the force of grief, for we can grieve over a loss of any kind. That may include a loss of a dream, loss of a relationship, loss of health, a pet's death, or even the sale of a childhood home. Sometimes grief feels more private when it, re it is related to things like infertility, a miscarriage, betrayal by a spouse, or even our own actions. We can begin to experience a level of grief. Sometimes you may feel like, um, you know what, I just can't quite put my finger on it, but I'm just feeling really sad all of a sudden for some reason. And if you really begin to think about it, you know, is it an anniversary of a loved one that you may have lost? Is it um, an anniversary over um, a marriage that you're no longer in? So you want to think about why am I feeling this way? The things over which we grieve may be hard to express to others, but often sharing our losses and allowing someone else to mourn with us is a path through pain. I always say sharing um, your truth, you're going to get, sharing your truth with others cuts some of the things that you keep stored up in your mind or your heart, it kind of cuts it down to a point where you can breathe. Because sometimes um, when people don't deal with grief, it just sits there. We're going to talk about um, several different types of grief. So in Romans 12, 15, it tells us, it says, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep those who weep. So again, we know weeping, crying, grieving is a part of our process and it's okay. What's not okay is, is when we don't go through the process 
because eventually it's going to show up in our lives one way or the other. It's going to come out in a way. Um, it could be rage or anger or, um, you know, you may snap at someone. And a part of a lot of these uh, symptoms of grief is common. But if we do not deal with it, it could become detrimental. So I said the family of God is vital in our lives and a key means by which God ministers to us and uses us to minister to others. Of course, the first place we should take our grief is directly to God, both in prayer and in studying his word. So many scriptures is in the Bible when it relates to grief. And it doesn't mean it's going to take away our grief, but it gives us hope that this too will pass. Doesn't mean that you're not going to think about your loved one. It doesn't mean you're not going to acknowledge the anniversaries of your loved one. It just means that you're not going to be in a place where you're in like a fetal position. God can use grief to help us to know him more, both as we receive his comfort and as our grief prompts us to appreciate the gift of life. Grief can connect us to the heart of God, and I truly believe that. I've lost a lot of people in my life, and I'm telling you, when I went through or still go through my grieving process, it's always good to know that I can turn to the Lord. I can go to him in prayer. I can talk to him. I can let him know, hey, um, this is what I'm feeling. I can cry. But I can also get back up knowing that I got hope. So this is what Matthew 5, 4 tells us. It says, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. God understands our grief. He understands um, that we have to go through a process when it comes to mourning. He don't look down on us about that. So he said, bless. And that's really funny when we talk about, um, when the Bible talks about blessed are those who mourn. It's like, how are you, how are you blessed through mourning? But the Bible says that. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. That's where that blessing comes in at. We will be comforted. We will be comforted. Someone will come, God will put someone across our path and they will begin to share with us and say, you know what? I've been through this and they will be able to comfort us in the, in the love of God. They can pray for us. They can, you know, um, help to guide us so that therefore we're not feeling like we're alone. And again, it's not going to take away what you feel, but you feel like you're not alone. Psalms 147.3 tells us he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He's going to heal our broken heart. You got to think about all the shootings that we've had right here in our own community. But then I also think about all the children that lost their lives in Dallas. I mean, I grieved in regards to that incident, even though I didn't know them, even though it wasn't close to our community, 
but I still grieved. I mean, I felt the heaviness of all those children losing their lives, their parents, their their um, sisters and brothers, their grandmothers and grandfathers, their friends, that whole community was impacted by this. And them families are going through a tough time. You think about it, when you send your children off to school, you know in your mind or you think in your mind, I know my children's coming back home. They had those same thought processes, I believe. And to know that their children did not come back, that was traumatic. Still is traumatic. So he heals the brokenhearted. And he binds up their wounds. Psalm 34, 18 tells us the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. The Lord is going to do it. It has to come from the Lord. It has to come from the Lord. First Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18 tells us, but we not, but I'll do 13, but we do not want you to be uninformed brothers about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. So we have hope that if our loved ones that were saved, we know that they, they're not, their body is done away with, but their spirit is still yet alive. So we want to be able to pass that hope on to others to let them know that their hope is in Jesus. So it says this, we're gonna talk about again, um, three different types of grief or the grieving process. So we wanna remind or, re or, re or remind ourselves that grief, people deal with grief differently, as I said earlier. Some people cry, some people laugh, some people become so busy that they don't have to think. Uh, some people feel numb, some recover quicker than others. Some um, grieving processes is um, a natural process, Why, when others may be more harder. So there is no right or wrong way to grieve. For some people, grief can become too painful. And then when it becomes too painful to the point where they can't move out of it on their own, what happens is it begins to take over their life and they begin to experience depression, anxiety. Um, it's, it's really as if that they uh, cannot move forward in the way that they need to, that uh, that gradual process of grief, because grief, you you grieve in different stages. One minute you may be angry, angry, I'm sorry, I must have food on my mind. You could be angry. Then you could be um, crying or then you could be uh, frustrated. Um, 
so many different processes when you grieve. Normal grief varies greatly between cultures, people, and situations. Grief is a natural process, and it does not always require that you got to have treatment by going to therapy, or it doesn't um, begin to manifest into depression or anxiety. About 10% of people develop complicated grief after a loss, and we're going to talk about that in a minute. Complicated grief can be treated again. You can um, go into therapy. You can talk to your physician. You can talk to your spiritual leader. You can talk to people that um, that's in the field um, that works in the field of counseling and get you some help. So let's look at acute grief. Immediately after a loss and for months afterwards, it's normal to have intense symptoms of shock, distress, sadness, poor appetite, sleep trouble, and poor concentration. These symptoms will slowly diminish with the passage of time. So again, it doesn't mean that you're going to forget about your loved one. It doesn't mean that you don't acknowledge um, you know, their anniversary. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means over time, things will gradually begin to feel normal again to the point where um, it's not pulling and weighing you down. You're not in shock or you're not numb. But anytime anyone lose anybody, that you go into a lot of times shock. You're like, man, is this really happening? You're numb. And so if you're not careful, um, if you don't uh, begin to allow yourself to go through the process of grief, like I said, if you just let that grief sit without going through those processes, that's when it could potentially turn into depression or anxiety. So the next one is complicated grief. Sometimes the symptoms of acute grief never seem to go away. They can last for years. The loss of a loved one continues to feel unreal and unimaginable. You may constantly yearn for the deceased or experience guilt about the time, about the idea of moving on and accepting the loss. So you may have had people in your life um, they may have lost a spouse and, you know, over three, four or five years, they decide, you know, I'm going to get remarried and they could feel a level of guilt because they moved on or um, you could have lost a child. And as you move through your grief, um, now you're starting to get out a little more. You're starting to um, enjoy yourself a little bit. And then all of a sudden you start feeling guilty because you're thinking I should be feeling um, a sense of grief versus, you know, going out with my friends and laughing and talking. It does not signify because you're moving through grief that you um, love your 
your um, person that you lost any less. That's what, you know, the enemy wants us to think that I, something must be wrong with me or I shouldn't feel happy, you know, over time because of this. Some people I see that they take their grief and they will begin to um, use it as a means to um, get their, keep their loved one alive. They may have um, um, a scholarship on the behalf of their loved one. There's many of different things that people do to keep their loved one alive or keep them in remembrance or for their children or their grandchildren. Then we have integrated grief. Integrated grief is after resolving the most intense symptoms of acute or complicated grief, you will enter the lifelong stage of integrated grief. At this point, you have come to accept the reality of the loss. And you've resumed daily life activities. This doesn't mean, and we just talked about that. This doesn't mean that you um, miss your loved one any less or that you don't feel the pain at their memory. You've just learned how to cope. You've learned how to get through day by day. Acute grief may show itself again, especially around holidays anniversaries, and other reminders. So again, as I talked about earlier, sometimes you start, you may start to feel like, oh, I'm feeling sad. And I don't know where this is coming from. I did that um, during um, Mother's Day. And normally I'm able to get through um, Mother's Day um, relatively easy because my mother's been gone for over 20 years. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't feel something, but this year it was worse. It felt like it had just happened. And I found myself um, feeling like I didn't want to be bothered with anybody. I laid in the bed all day on Mother's Day. I slept. I told my husband, you know, I don't want to go anywhere. And um, the thing about that is I allowed myself to feel that. But then I had to make a decision. You got to get up from here. You got to keep moving. Because if I would allow that to linger too long, guess what? It would have turned into depression and other things that can turn into. So um, I had to make sure that I allowed myself to grieve for so long. And then I had to get myself up and say, you know what? It's okay to feel this. You're feeling the loss of your mom. You know, I go through that when it's her birthday, um, my father's birthday. You know, I go through those feelings. I go through grieving just the fact because sometimes I'm not around my kids or my grandkids because they live in another state. So it's many different things that we can grieve. So we don't want to dismiss or um, make someone feel bad because they're grieving. We have to have compassion. We have to comfort them, as the Bible says. You know, when they are in a state of grief or um, going through um, an anniversary of their lo lo loved one, we have to be willing to be there and sometimes just be there to listen. So let's look at this fact sheet real quick. And I'm not going to go through every one because of a lack of time. But it says grief hurts, but it can be helpful. 
The process of grieving often involves sadness, anger, loneliness, and other painful emotions. However, grieving can help you come to terms with loss and move forward in your life while still cherishing memories of your loved one. So keep those memories alive. Continue to talk about um, your loved one to your family, to your children, to your grandchildren. Uh, do something to keep their, um, their legacy alive. If you had a loved one that um, was in business when you and before their past, you can keep that alive. You can keep it going. Everyone grieves differently, and we talked about that. Always remember that. Although others may have opinions about how to grieve correctly, your grief is yours and yours alone. Don't let nobody rush you through it. Don't let nobody tell you this is how you grieve. Don't let nobody tell you you should be over this. Now, if you start allowing that grief to sit to the point where you're starting to feel depressed, you may have to, you may have people that love and care about you try to help guide you through that by, you know, telling you, hey, you may want to think about going to therapy. You may want to think about talking to your spiritual leader. You may want to think about talking to your mom or your grandma. Sometimes just talking about it helps us to be able to get through it. So people deal, um, deal with grief differently. Some may feel angry while others feel sadness. Some may um, feel numb. Everyone different reactions to loss and different needs during the grieving process, again, looks totally different. The circumstances of a loss have a major impact on grief. When you're dealing with death unexpectedly, traumatic or stigmatized death like suicide can complicate the grief process. Personal factors such as a history of mental illness or a strained relationship with the deceased can also contribute to difficulties. So again, for instance, if you had an uncle that, um, or aunt or friend, you was angry um, with them before they passed and they, they passed just out of the blue. You never had time to make it right with them. You never had time to um, correct the situation. That's complicated because you feel like, man, I didn't get that time to um, make this right. And now they're gone or an unexpected death. Now, death is death. All of it causes us to grieve. But when you have a death that you're not expecting, that can be a little different as well. Murder, suicide. Um, when you know someone that's sick, that you know that eventually they're going to um, leave this world, you have time sometimes to kind of um, prepare yourself. But when you don't have time to prepare yourself, that can really put you in a place of trauma. And it can cause you to go into a deep depression if you're not, um, if you're, if it becomes too much. 
I don't want to say if it become if you're not careful because it has nothing to do with you not being careful. You just have to try to figure out when you go through that, what do you need to do in your next step in order for you to get help? Grief doesn't have a set time frame. Stop letting people tell you that, okay, in two months, you should be over this. Grief can last for weeks, months, or even years. It may come and go around, again, holidays, anniversaries, and major life events, or it may always be in the background. However, grief does to tend lessen in intensity. So it gets lessened. It doesn't mean that it's gonna always it's gonna just all go away automatically. Like I said, when you're dealing with an anniversary or the birthday come up, a wedding anniversary come up, um, you see something that reminds you of your loved one, the smell, um, someone that you come across that they were connected to, all kind of things will trigger us to grieve again. And one last thing is it's okay to seek help. Support from family and friends can prevent grief from growing out of control. Although grief will improve over time for most, this isn't always the case for others. So when grief is especially debilitating or long-lasting, support groups, therapy, and other resources may be beneficial. And I just want to share this and I'm going to pray for those that may be dealing with grief. You know, I went through a situation when um, I had lost my mom. And because of the circumstances that I was in at that time, I did not um, make myself available to my mother in the way that I could have. And when my mother passed, um, later, you know, years later, I really dealt with that grief in a way, um, that was hurtful that I, that I hurted others because of my grief, because I didn't deal with it when it first happened. I kind of tried to, um, you know, get away from it. I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to talk about it. And that's not dealing with it not talking about it or not um, processing your grief. And I process my grief in the way that I should have. And I'm telling you, it hit me and it hit me hard. And so my um, recommendations for you, if you know that you are dealing with unresolved grief, you want to be able to deal with it in a manner so you can heal and become strong, um, become healthy and whole. So therefore you can be able to have the memories of your person that you lost instead of the um, guilt of the person that you lost. Because we all have fallen short to the glory of God. And because of his mercy and his grace, guess what? He understands and he's going to bring us through that. And so you're not alone. You don't have to be alone in your grief. 
just know that you have others. I'm sorry, I don't know why this has come up on my screen. You have others that um, that you can go to that can help guide you and encourage you and let you know that they are there for you to comfort you during your time of need. So let's pray. Oh, gracious and heavenly father, I come before you right now in the name of Jesus. And I just want to thank you for this opportunity to come and share on grief. Father, we have so many people that are grieving over the loss of their loved one. It could be a mother, a father, a child, a niece, a nephew, a friend, a coworker, whoever it may be. Grief can begin to sit upon their lives in a way that it will start to create depression or anxiety or even thoughts of suicide. Father, and I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will give them peace that surpass all understanding, that you will let them know that it's okay to grieve, that you will put the right people in their lives that they can go to, that they can entrust their emotions and their feelings to in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for even all of those, Father, not only in our community, but those in different communities, those in different states, those in different regions. I pray for those that have lost loved ones, God. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will be their comforter, that you will guide them, Father. Father, and if they don't know you, allow this to be an opportunity to draw them into a right relationship with you. Father, that they don't have to try to carry the burden on their own, Father God. Oh God, I pray right now, Father, that even the information that I have shared with them, that they will be able to glean from it. They will be able to learn from it. They will be able to take the information, Father. They will reach out and ask for help if they need that additional help. You will put the right therapist in their life. You will put the right spiritual leader in their life. You will put the right friend in their life that can pray and comfort them, Father, in their time of need. Father, just like Jesus, he mourned and he cried, Father, in the loss of, Father God, in the loss, Father God, of his loved one. Father God, and because of that, Father, we know of Jesus, if he cried, Father, that we have um, every um, opportunity or every, um, um, we don't have to feel ashamed, Father, for grieving. We don't have to feel ashamed, Father God, for um, still having those um, memories and those thoughts of our loved ones. Sometimes we may get angry or frustrated or um, we may feel a sense of loss, Father God. We may feel a sense, a sense of emptiness. And we don't have to feel ashamed behind that, oh God. Just like your son, Jesus Christ. He cried and weeped, and he understands more than anyone what it feels like to lose 
someone that you love. And God, I just want to thank you for it in advance. If the grief is from a loss of a job, a loss of a home, a loss of a spouse through divorce, a loss, Father God, of um, a sister, of a breakdown in a relationship, whatever it may be, whatever the loss may be, a pet, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will fill that void, God. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we will come back on in two weeks with a different topic. Um, please share this information with someone um, that you know that may be going through grief. Share the information with them. Reach out to them. Pray for them. Encourage them. Strengthen them when they don't have the strength to move forward on their own. Thank you again. This is something that I really enjoy doing. I enjoy bringing a level of awareness um, to our community. And um, I look forward to coming back on in two weeks. Bye-bye.